Welcome to yet another week of the Swing the Twig podcast. It is a Friday, uh, May 6th already. I can't believe how fast it's moving. Guys, uh, what's going on? Everybody's here, by the way. Jeff, Dom, and Anthony. I'm uh, I'm ready for this one because we have a lot of we have a lot of fun, interesting topics on this episode. It's not our our usual kind of like uh, I think series baseball. T- it is baseball talk, but it's more of like fun discussions, you know about right. Oh yes, you know it's it's a little it's, it's it's a little different. Like I feel like this is an episode you'd have in the off season. We're having to turn the season, which I think is good because you know there's really nothing happening um, as this gets released because we're recording on a Thursday. This is kind of like the time where teams have off because of starting up their weekend series, so it's kind of a perfect timing. Yeah. All right. So without further ado, before we get to that debate, though, I just want to let you guys know we uh, we do have social media outlets. If this is your first time listening to Swing the Twig. We have Swing the Twig Pod on Instagram. Go follow us there. Swing Twig on Twitter. And you can even email the podcast at swingthetwig at gmail.com. So, guys, I want to stick to the fun topics first. Let's just do that and get everything out of the way. The I know everyone's been waiting for this. The bro of the week. So let's get right to it. Um, who wants to go first? Dom can go first. All right. Dom, who's your, who's your bro of the week? Fair enough. Thanks, AC. Uh, Madison Bumgarner is my bro of the week, as weird as that sounds. Yeah, Mad Bum. I think he's quietly been dominant, has an ERA about 1.17. I know he got ejected for that fun little altercation he had with the umpire against the Marlins, only pitched one inning. But he's been good, man. He's, despite giving up hits and some walks here, he's left runner stranded. He's really showing his old self, and uh, I got to give him credit. The Diamondbacks, too, in general, not expected to do well like they did last year. Same thing. They were horrible. Uh, but at the end, Mad Bum quietly dominating. Give it give it, give it, it to him. I agree. I, I like it. Um, I, well, that's not my bro of the week. Uh, Anthony or Jeff, whoever wants to go. Uh, I uh, Jeff, go. All right, so I'm going to do Ty France of the Seattle Mariners. In the past 15 games, he's hit 361 with a 403 on base percentage, 525 slugging. Um, Mariners on a bit of a slide right now, but he's a very big part of the reason why they're able to hang in contention with the Angels and the Astros right now for the West. Sure. Uh, he's been making contact. He His strikeout rate's been pretty low so far start the season. Um, if, he, if he can keep it up, then who knows? He might be a contender for an all-star spot. Absolutely. I like it. Anthony. Uh, mine's going to be uh, Devers. Uh, he's starting to he's starting to come around offensively, which is good for the Red Sox. Um, and, you know, I don't know why I'm saying that as a Yankee fan, but, you know, yeah. we just, you know, as, as we're, we're kind of riding high right now. So, um, you know, and I kind of do want the Red Sox to, be somewhat better so that when we do play them, it, it is kind of a competitive game, but um, I still want them to suck. But I'm only saying this because Devers, um, it is being reported by a friend of his uh, that he will walk at the end of the season and will test the free agency waters um, no matter what. Um, even if they do come to him with an extension, I think he kind of wants to see what his value is, is in the open market, which I think is great for him. I think, you know, I think he 
you know, wants to see what he can do. And I think he's betting on himself like judges right now in terms of let's see if I could produce a MVP type caliber season, which he has the capability to do. Um, sure. And then if he does do that, he can make, he could, you know, really uh, leverage himself to make as much money as possible. Just like judges doing right now as judges currently putting up all-star close to MVP type numbers and really, uh, you know, making the Yankees sweat this out and having to offer him potentially more money um, come October, November. Yeah, I like it. Um, so, all right, Devers. All right, I like it. Um, all right, so I got mine. Mine is Rowdy Telez, guys, of the Milwaukee Brewers. Um, but because he had a record-setting day on Wednesday, he had a um, he had eight ribbies, or was it eight ribbies? I believe. Yeah, in one day against the uh, the Reds, it was and it was an absolute blowout. It was eighteen to four, guys. That final score. Uh, Jeff, do you, do you want to um, get into the Reds? Because we kind of talked about it on Tuesday, but we never get, really got your thoughts to segue into that. The Reds, uh, they're embarrassing. Uh, to put it very simply, they, you know, I, I said last week that it would be an absolute blowout against the Rockies, and it pretty much was a blowout. The Rockies offensively just demolished them, and even though they were in Coors Field, the Reds couldn't put together any kind of uh, effort or response at all. Offensively, they've been a mess. Um, defensively and pitching-wise, they're the worst in the league. Mm-hmm. So they have absolutely nothing going for them right now. They don't even have prospects that are really doing good right now. Brandon Drury's him, what, like 241, I think, on the season right now. So yeah. they're big free agent signing. He's not even doing anything. So right. they're, they're they're just a mess. It It's kind of what I expected of the Orioles, to be honest. I hear you. I hear you. Um, yeah, that's fair. Um but yeah, I just want to get your take on that real fast because I know we missed you. We missed you on uh, Tuesday, so uh, that's that's good though. Um, all right, Anthony's been waiting for this. I know that for sure. He t- kept talking about it on on Tuesday, so now we get right to it. Let's get right to the three thousand hit debate, guys. You guys asked for it. Jeff wanted it. Anthony wanted it, and we're doing it. The three thousand hit debate. Uh, I should remind you, if you forget, this came on on the cusp of Miguel Cabrera getting the three thousand hit against Colorado, and. Uh, you know, these guys thought, you know, well, can that ever be done again? And uh, can, can, can any player ever hit three, get 3,000 hits in today's game? And, uh, guys, I, who wants to start first? I mean, this is uh, – where do we go from here? <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll start right now. Based on what I've seen from recently in baseball and kind of what MLB Network kind of – posted about the next players to to uh, potentially approach 3,000 hits after Miguel Cabrera? Two things. One, I don't think we see it again this decade. And number two, I really don't think it really happens again. And I know Dom has I know Dom has someone that he thinks can do it, and I definitely know who it is, but I'll wait for him to say it. But I think that um, just the way that the game has evolved, I feel like, you know, to have – you know, to be able to do that, you need to do one of two things. You need to have a, you need to have longevity. You need to be using this league at least sixteen to twenty years to have a shot at this. And you got to have consistent seasons of having two hundred hit seasons. Um, I haven't really seen that from anybody besides maybe Altuve, and I don't think he's really done it that much in his career. And he's probably the closest um, as of now, based on kind of where he's at in his career. 
Um, but I just don't really see it happening again. I'll, I'll, I'll wait for your, your guys' take. Because, uh, Dom, I know you think one, I think I want to say it's one of your guys yep. has a chance to do it. Yep. It's because if you look at the active leaderboards, I have Manny Machado. He's currently 19. I was going to guess that. Yeah, it was Machado. Yeah. Yep. 11 years in, 19th all time, 1460. Look at the year he's having. Look, if he doesn't do it, he's going to come close to it. But besides that, that's the only fair one. Everyone else is in their low to mid-30s by now. Machado at 29, still in his prime. 1460, those hits add up quick. Give it to me. Okay. Is there anybody else that uh, thinks there's any possible active player that could potentially maybe get 3,000? Or do we do we just think that's not going to happen again? I mean, you, you're looking at all the prospects that are coming up, and I, I think it's definitely possible that one of the young kids coming up, you know, just to throw a name out there, um, uh, Jay Rodriguez, you know, it's possible that maybe he could get it. Um, just because he's so young, you know, we don't know how he's going to hit. So it's possible when the young guys are doing it. But in terms of guys that are established in the league, household names, I can't think of anyone that could get it right now. And I, I agree with Anthony in terms of, you know, in terms of today's game and the way the game is played today, you know, high strikeout, high home run era. Yeah. It, it's not going to happen this decade. It won't happen for a while. I think to say I think to say it's never going to happen again. I think that's a stretch. Records are meant to be broken, and it will get broken. You know, ju- eventually someone's going to come along and and hit four thousand hits. You know, it, it's just going to happen. You, 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 get- you think four thousand? The four thousand hits. I think that's a stretch. Four four thousand is a stretch, but again, the the game ebbs and flows in terms of high offense, high defense. You know, we had a dead ball era, and that you know eventually it led into the high home run era that we have today. And before that was the steroid era, where everybody was getting insane home run numbers, insane batting averages. So it it's going to happen eventually. It, it has to happen, mm-hmm. but in in terms of the way the game is played right now. I can't see it happening for a long while. I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, you made up a good point. I mean, this is the lowest across all Major League Baseball. It is the lowest batting average in the history of the game at 232. That is sad. Like we are just completely losing the art of hitting and the 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 philosophy of just elevating the ball, trying to just hit dingers. I mean, that that's what's happening. I mean, I mean, we're we're seeing guys who are hitting under 200 or right around that and they're still in the league 10 15 years ago if you were hitting that you were you, you were asking to go down a triple a get dfa like you were on the hot seat now guys who are hitting that aren't on the hot seat it's like all right that's just the way it is gary um, sanchez joey gallo you fair, know like yes yeah. you know i don't think aaron not aaron Hicks now but it's it's uh, like yeah. you know but it's like, you know, this is like the new standard. Before it was like, you know, the guys who, you know, I, I just rattled off some of the names of recently who, who have made it, you know, Miguel Cabrera, again, home run guy, but high, very high average, won the triple crown. Yep. Um, Albert Pujols, again, home run guy, but was always prime his career, 330, 330. Adrian Beltre, consistent hitter, always in the 300s. Ichiro Suzuki, probably one of the best hitters to ever 
you know, have a bat in his hand, you know, Alex Rodriguez, same thing, Derek Jeter, high average, like all these guys were, were high, either just high average guys in the right or was able to do both at a very high level. And I, I mean, I mean, Machado, I, I'll give it to you. Machado can do that. Trout was on that, was on that trajectory. I feel like people thought he was going to do it, but the injuries really hit him hard. Like, I think now it's kind of a stretch for him to kind of get there. Like he has to stay healthy the later half in his career. And we don't think that's going to happen. So, you know, and I know Altuve's 32 and he's, I think going to be closing in on 2000 hits, but he's got another thousand to go. And, you know, how long is he going to last in the league? Like, does he have that longevity to still be playing at this high level mm-hmm. in his late thirties? Cause that's the thing with these guys. If they could still play at a high level in their late thirties, then they can do it, but they have to play at a high level. If they don't, it's not going to happen. Yeah, and I think I, I think bringing up Mike Trout, you know, brings up another interesting point of you have all of these guys who might be might have been able to get it done. You know, you you have Acuna, you know, you have Mike Trout, you know, you have Aaron Judge. All of these guys who do have high averages, maybe not 3,000 hits average, but definitely 2,000 hit worth, maybe even 2,500 hit. And they just keep going down. They keep getting hurt, you know, whether it's a hamstring or a groin or they tear something in their thumb sliding in the third base or something, you know. All of these guys, they just keep getting hurt. And you could be the greatest ball player ever, but if you can't consistently stay on the field, you're not going to break those records. Exhibit A, Mike Trout, greatest ball player of our generation. He's not going to get to 3,000 because he keeps getting hurt, which mm-hmm. is a damn shame. Right. Because he, he deserves it. It He's the only player I can think of right now that's under the age of 35 who genuinely d- would deserve it, if not for the injuries. Sure. No, yeah, I, that's uh, that's fair. Um, I, so how many of those? If it wasn't for the shortened season. Well, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, true. Short, yeah. Twenty twenty didn't help anybody, you know. Um, mm-hmm. thinking about it too, like you know, at the same time, you know, I'm thinking right now, Anthony, you just listed all the guys that were active that uh, have hit or not active, or yeah, that hit. Um, the, the, the most, the most recent members of the club. So let's do. We have another list of people that have hit um, further down from that during the steroid era. Um, so it was, so we go to, so let's, let's go so past. So, bef- so before, so Jeter was in 2011, Craig Biggio in 2000. So then in the 2000s, it was Craig Biggio in 07, Rafael Palmero in 05, Ricky Henderson in 01, and then Kyle Rickham Jr. in 2000. Those were the guys from the 2000s. In the 90s, it was Wade Boggs, Tony Gwynn, Paul Molitor, Eddie Murray, Dave Winfield, George Brett, Robin Yount. And that was it. And those guys I just rattled off, insane contact hitters. Yep. Like George Brett almost hit 400. Right. Tony Gwynn almost hit 400 if the strike didn't happen in 94. Like, like that's like, we're, we're like, let's be careful that we're talking about like next level hitters. And how many home runs did those guys hit Anthony? I don't know if you have that list on you, but how many of those guys um, that you just rattled off and the contact hitters, how many of them, um, how many home runs did they hit in, on average in 162 game season? Do you have that? Uh, I don't have that. I just had how many hits they have. Gotcha. I could, I could, I could look it up. Um, but I mean, like I can look it up. So, like, so let's take uh, 
Let's take, for example, who do we want to look at? Let's look at uh, Paul Molitor. He's got thirty. He's got thirty-three hundred hits. He said he had two hundred and thirty-four home runs. Okay, let's go to George Eddie Brett. Murray hit five. Eddie Murray hit five hundred. Yeah, let's go to yeah George Brett hit four hundred batting average almost. Three hundred. Three hundred. Three hundred. Okay. So you know they're they're putting up you know and I just want to see Tony Gwynn. Tony Gwynn hit. 135, 135 home runs. But he he had 3,141 hits, career batting average of 338. Okay. I mean, it's just, you know, he wasn't the home run guy, but when you have a 338 lifetime batting average, you're doing something right. I mean, so, it shows, I mean, you know, that it's, um you know, it's a different game today um, with regard to, you know, just home run or die. Are we admitting, guys, that the Yankees are not the only team who has this philosophy? I think that's what I got out of this debate was that we talk about the Yankees being this home run or die team, not of recent, I guess a little bit of recent, but, um, but not nearly as much. Um, but it seems like to me that we're rattling off guys that, um, you know, could potentially, we we're th- we think of a lot of guys that could potentially not hit 3000. Um, you know, does, is it safe to say that the rest of the league is, is doing home run or die stuff or no? I would say so, yeah. I would say the rest of the league is. I mean, you know, I mean, I'll, I'll look at, you know, I mean, I'll look, I'll look at Toronto, for example. You know, they're not, they were said to be this juggernaut of an offensive team, right? They beat, they beat us in the last game of the series by a score of two to one. Two to one, right? This was supposed to be the best offense in baseball, and they're not doing anything. You know, if they're not hitting the home runs, they're not scoring. You know, the Orioles game, you know, Tommy, that we went to, um, you know, Stan hit the home run. The Orioles, most of their hits or their runs came from that home run. Anthony Santander hit the Correct. home run. Correct. To give them the run, you know, the runs on the board. So I think we are coming to that point where it's literally, it is home run or die. You know, who's really, who's manufacturing runs nowadays? You know, the Yankees are doing it to an extent, which is good. That's what I want to see, you know. I know that's the Rays. That's what the Rays do. That's how they win games. So you know they're going to do that. You know, what other team is really doing that? You know, is it the Mariners? You know, a little bit. Is it the Brewers? You know, I, I just I don't know. Is it the Giants? Well, keep in mind the, too, like the Royals, I guess. A little. They're bit not too. doing well. No, they're not. No. But also one 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 other thing to note is that you know um, the MLB has you know players are so used to juice balls for the longest time too over the past couple of years up until, what, 2020, 2021, um, you know, the league was having a bunch of juiced balls uh, go around. And even we talked about it here, guys. Manfred was uh, selectively t- um, uh, looking at this and 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 uh, picking the games where balls can go. And uh, that's what, like the, like the juice balls, he'd put in a higher rate game, like Yankees-Red Sox. Remember that whole document we read on, on, this, on right here on this podcast? And, um, you know, I think players were so used to those uh, juice balls because uh, they, were, they were universal across the league, too, for a couple years. Um, and, you know, now I think because of that, the players, players want to have that. Now the, the balls are not as juiced. The players want to make up for that, and a, and a lot of guys just want to keep going for it um, same way. So um, I, I don't know. I, I, find, I find it more like a men- mentality thing where it's like, you know, the players want to – go for the home runs because they're so used to those juice balls from the past. And now everybody was hitting massive home run numbers and people want to return back to that. Cause that's home runs are more fun than base hits. 
I mean, yeah, it's kind of like uh, what we're seeing now, where it's like pitchers aren't pitching; they're throwing. Yeah, it's the same. It's the same thing. Like we're never gonna see a Greg Maddox or you know, or you know, is Clayton Kershaw the last of that horse ace breed? Right. We're not seeing that. We're not seeing guys going deep anymore. You know, starting pitchers. I mean, the what's deep now is five innings. That's yeah. little boy stuff. That is little boy stuff. Like, like what is that? Like, I'm not, like you're never gonna Clay, like Clayton Kershaw's never gonna go seven full games again. I think Walker Buehler had the first complete game, and that made like national sports news. I'm like, this is ridiculous. Yeah, how many? That's another thing. How many complete games do you see nowadays? And even no hitters. How many more combined no hitters are we seeing now today? I don't even call that. A, I don't even want to like. I don't. I know. I, don't, I know. I, I don't like. I don't know how you guys feel, but when I hear that, I was like, I really don't care. I agree, Anthony. Wow. I agree. Like, oh, combined no hitter. Like, ooh, good for you. Depends on the combined no hitter. Like, if a guy pitches eight innings gets pulled because he's at like 130 pitchers or something and the next guy comes in and still a complete game then that's fair yeah and that's one thing but when you have like seven guys come in then it's like okay like because you know because the challenge you doing because the challenge of a no hitter right is is you're going for so long you're using up your arms so much you're throwing 120 maybe 130 pitches (laughs) to get that no hitter or perfect game um and that's that's why it's so appreciated by fans and and so exciting to watch is oh my god like this guy's this guy's like he's he's grinding and he's he's ripping yeah. his arm apart to get this thing and and it's really impressive to see too that he that he can ride out the last two innings with i don't know like half an arm <laughs> with half the energy in that arm not even half and uh, it's really incredible so that's i think what's great about i agree with anthony you know that's what's great about no hitters is that um it's the challenge behind it combined no hitters is kind of like Come on. Yeah, and also to the pitcher's point, you know, you're seeing the bat. You're seeing, you know, you know, look, the batter at some point has the advantage when it's the third, fourth time around because they've seen you already. So they know what you have and they know kind of what to expect. They know the kind of the spin that they're looking for. So it's up, you know, it makes it that much more harder for them because they got to really keep, they got to really, really keep them, you know, off balance because, you know, one slip up, you know, they become more vulnerable. Um, later on, you know, in the game. So, and that's what makes it more special. Like, Kamino hitters, like, all right, cool. Like, Garrett Cole goes five innings and then Loiska comes in for one. Chagrin comes in for two. Mike King comes in for the next, for the final two. Like, does that really, is that really special? Like, you're seeing different pitchers. Like, it's not as challenging. It's not. And that's what, yeah. and, and when, what's that, Jeff? When, when it's one or even two guys that do it then it's that one guy that was just completely spectacular when six or seven guys do it to me that just means that the other team was just that bad on that day it doesn't mean the pitchers were good i mean sure they pitched well to still get it but to me it's more a signal that the other team offensively was just so horrific that they couldn't hit a softball with a baseball bat that that's more what that signals to me. That's why I think it's not as impressive. Mm. That's fair too. And another thing with the no hitter is that, or perfect game, is that like you know defenses really appreciate more. Like they'll make efforts. Like like they'll make they'll make bigger efforts. They'll go above and beyond to try and catch balls that maybe they would have said, all right, we'll let it bounce. It's the ninth inning. It's garbage time situation. It's five nothing. All right, we'll just let it go. 
No, and, and there are guys trying to save these games. And if you have a close play or something like that or a ball lands into left center, you got the left fielder sprinting and diving for the ball when maybe if it was a different pitcher, he would have been like, you know what? I'm going to let it go. Like, what's the, what's the difference with a combined no-hitter? I, I mean, that's how people view it, honestly. And that's how yeah, – I, I, think, I think that's correct. Like, you know, combined no-hitters are not amazing. Like the Mets threw one last week, and, it was, and I barely made the news. And I think that's appropriate. Yeah. And I think that's appropriate because combined no hitters are not the same as you know a guy going out there every single inning getting twenty seven guys, or I guess no hits on twenty seven guys, twenty seven mm-hmm. bats or whatever. Um, you get the point. But but you know it's but it's that it's that kind of thing that you know defenses really I think respect more is the fact that th- that this guy um, you know went to bat for you, no pun intended, and he's. And he's really just trying to he's trying to give it his all and when he has almost nothing left. So they're gonna make that best effort too. So I yeah, you guys are right on that part. I don't know if Dom disagrees or not on the on the no hitter front with regard to No, this yeah, I get you, man. On Twitter, everyone was roasting the Mets for the combined no no. Yeah. At the end, I get you guys, but if it's a no hitter, it's a no hitter. It's in the box score. No hits for the Phillies. Well that's by the way, add one hit. Tim Manny Machado, he just homered, so <laughs> one hit closer. Why were you on mute to, to celebrate? Uh, maybe. <laughs> no, I said, why were you on mute? Oh, because uh, it got a little loud. Gotcha. Oh, <laughs> you got hyped up. Oh, my God. All right. Um, well, I guess that takes us um, I guess that takes us to the AL West, guys, with regard to uh, that division battle. I mean, it just looks um, super, you know, super competitive there, and um, – you know what are the uh, Jeff? Do you have the standings for that? The um, the A, uh, the AL West. Yep. So on top of the division right now is the Angels at seventeen and ten. Wow. Yep. Right below them are the Astros at fourteen and eleven. Still a couple games that they got to play to catch up to the Angels there. The Mariners are twelve and thirteen. Went off to a really hot start, but those road games have been killing them. Uh, and then behind them are the Rangers and the A's at uh, ten fourteen and ten fifteen respectively. Wow, that's uh, that's a, that's uh, something. So yeah, great, great for the Mariners. I'm uh, really happy for them on that, on that end. But I honestly I haven't been following the AL West as well. Um, so that's uh, that's something I didn't expect to hear. The Angels lead in the division uh, because last I saw yeah. they were struggling against the Astros a little bit. Um, in that first series. So I'm glad they turned around. I'm glad they're having a good start to the season. Um, yeah, that's a, um, I mean, the angels and the Mariners, have they played yet, Jeff? I don't know if they've played head to head, but yeah, like you said, the angels played the Astros, uh, to open up and they, they kind of got walked all over. Um, what wasn't really a good sign, um, especially for a team that's, you know, trying to establish themselves as a divisional force and try and finally make the playoffs and not just be a wild card exit. Um, so, you know, it, it's really good. It's really good confidence for them. You know, their home and away splits are pretty much the same. They haven't really faltered too much this season except for that opening series. You take that away and they're, what, 17 and 7? Right. So... You know, it, it, it just shows, you know, when they have all their pieces working together and when everyone is healthy, 
this can be a legitimately scary team. You know, they they could really do some damage if they stay healthy. You know, make make a couple of trade deadline acquisitions. Sure. You know, um, if the Nationals keep performing horribly, you know, Josh Bell could be a very valued um, asset that the Angels might want to look to try and pursue just to try and bring a bit more offense to that team. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that could really put them ahead of the Astros offensively, and that could be a scary team come playoff time. That's certainly true. Yeah, um, that's going to be a very uh, fascinating thing. By the way, did you guys see what Shohei did at Fenway on Thursday? He was he was on uh, yes. the, he was on the he was on the mound on Thursday. Eleven, yeah, what like eleven, ten, eleven strikeouts. Yeah, it was a eleven um, strikeouts. What's that? Eleven strikeouts. It was eleven. Yeah, he became the first starting pitcher as well to bat. Um, he became the first starting pitcher to pitch to start the game as a pitcher and bat. Um, in one of the top four spots in the game at Fenway Park. He was the first to do it since Babe Ruth on September 20th, 1919. Jeff, I don't know if you're going to use that for your quiz question that you have today, which we'll get to in a sec. But um, but if that was, I apologize. Um, no, it, it was it was not. But that, that would have been a good quiz question. Nah, yeah, he also, yeah. He also but, knocked his number off the green monster. Wait, what's that? He... Because you you know how the Green Monster they still have the like the um, old school numbers yeah oh, the old yes. school manual they do it and yes. they had his number up in the pitching slot and he hit the wall yeah uh for like a double or something and the number just fell right off oh, it. Geez. <laughs> no it's, he's no he's amazing um no words to describe Shohei Otani I mean it's it's so impressive um but yeah so guys let's let's move on uh, I, I mentioned the. Uh, quiz question before we get to the fantasy update, Jeff, which you will recap in a moment. But Jeff, do you have the question ready to go? I do. All right, Jeff, Dom, are you ready for this? All right, let's Jeff fire right. away, fire away for our um, our quiz question of the week. All right, a little bit of a history question here today. All right. The expansion era began in 1961, and it started with two AL teams. Who were those two AL teams? You can give either the names that they were then or what they're called today. Say it one more time, Jeff. One more time. So the the expansion era began in 1961, and it started with two American League teams. Who were they called? Are they still in the league today? I'm not going (laughs) to give you that much information, but you you can say either what they were called then or what they're called today. Okay. All right, do you, any guys have this? I'm thinking right now. I got nothing. I'm trying. I'm trying. Um, First AL expansion teams in 1960. I want to say one of those, the Astros. No. No, they're newer, right? Yeah. And they and they start in the NL. Um, oh, yeah, duh. That's why I was going to say I'm going to say, I'm going to say, is one of them the Kansas City Royals? They're not the Royals. Oh, that was okay. Um, okay, I'm gonna say for this one, let's say uh, not Cincinnati. No, that's NL. No, not the Brewers. NL. I want. I want to say the. uh, I really want to say the Texas Rangers. (sighs) What's that, Tom? Who? Texas Rangers. Yes, that That is. That was one one of them. 
the Texas Rangers at the time they were the Washington Senators after the original Senators moved to Minnesota to become the Twins. I pulled that out of my booty. Hold on, is that in the Blue Jays? No, not That's a good guess. That's a good guess. I have another one, but you're you're thinking in the wrong region. Wrong region? Wrong region. Like completely wrong? Yeah, completely wrong. I'm gonna take a shot in the dark here. I don't know if they're even that old or not. The Seattle Mariners. Not the Mariners. Ah. I'm gonna say the Angels. The Angels. Ah, okay. That was the other team. Bam. Okay. All right. Interesting. So Anthony and Dom, good job, guys. That's um, mm-hmm. yep. That's uh, impressive stuff. Jeff, good job with the question. That was a. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. Jeff, good job, man. Um, I'm glad Jeff got to do it this time. And, and less me, so I got to guess one. But no, that's- <laughs> do you want me to do it next week? I can do it next week. We can we can rotate that around. Yeah, all right. I got next week. All right, I'll like. do it next week. Sweet. Next Thursday. Every Thursday we'll have it. And um, before we go, guys, Jeff, do you have the free pick of the week provided by Live Sports Traders, by the way? Um, if you want to get on that, follow at Live Sports Traders 1, I believe, on, on, on uh, Twitter. Do you have the free pick you of the know, week, Jeff? Be- before I get to that, can I just say, every game except for the one that I picked, the Rockies killed the Reds. The one game that I picked for them to win by the spread, they only won by the money line. <laughs> little just little bit of unfortunate luck, but you know what 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 can you do? Yeah, I hear you. What can you do? <laughs> That's the rest of the So game. for Yep. So this free pick of the week will be Friday, so today. Oh wait. We will be Friday. Okay. We will be taken. Yep, this Friday, we will be taking, pains me a bit to say it, but I'm still going to say it, the Astros against the Tigers. All right, good luck, everyone. Astros against the Tigers. Oh, do we taking the money line or the spread? Because I screwed that up last week. Uh, we're, we're, we're doing money line. We'll, right. we'll just stick with the money line. You heard it here, guys. The Astros money line. Uh, free pick of the week, sponsored by Live Sports Traders. So we'll get on that immediately to uh, show people on Instagram. For those who don't listen to the podcast, we'll get on that. Um, pretty quickly. So, uh, what time's that game, Jeff? Tonight? Uh, that's eight o'clock uh, Eastern time. Eight o'clock. All right. Cool. Um, yep. 11, so, 11 I, so, yep. When this comes out, everyone should still have enough time to get that in. Okay. Perfect. Um, so that should be that should be a good matchup, I think. Um, I, I at least I would think so. But yeah. So let's. So that's gonna be exciting stuff. Oh my God! Do you guys see? Um, I'm just looking here at the scores. Do you guys see the Mets came back against the Phillies on Thursday? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Eight seven. They beat seven. the Phillies. They weren't they no, down they seven can't. nothing. Yeah. Seven The Mets got set. The Mets got seven runs in the ninth inning. That's too funny. Team's good. Can you that's believe a, that, that? That's a big series because the thing because, you know, they just played them. You know, and if the Phillies lose again. Oh. The Mets no, just find nothing. a way. You know what's funny? The Mets yeah. are normally the, the team doing that. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say, normally at this point in the season, it's the other way around. It's Jerry's Familia coming out the bullpen and giving up six runs, and all of a sudden the Mets are losing the game. Right, and or it could be like the Yankees from uh, 2020 uh, doing that stuff. And it felt like all the time. And the or, Astros game? Or Tyler Clippard. 
Yeah, I'm at 2021. I'm sorry. 2021 with the Astros game 2, 7-2, Altuve with the, uh, yeah, dare I remind. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, series of the week, guys, before we go, because I think we forgot to get to that. Um, but, yeah, series of the week. What, who do we have? I'll go. Um, Three-game set, Brewers and Atlanta Braves. Braves at home. I had the Brewers going to the championship last year. You World did. Series. I have them going this year. I think it's going to be a great matchup. Acuna's back. Brewers are sneaky hot. Okay. Um, Anthony? Uh, I'm going to go Cubs-Dodgers. You know, I know the Dodgers are still, you know, they're, they're doing good. The Cubs are kind of a little ebb and flow. So this is a big series for them. You know, it's two iconic teams. Um, they have the Sunday Night Baseball uh, game this week. And so, um, you know, hopefully the Cubs can, you know, come out as the underdogs and, you know, take the series two out of three or sweep the Dodgers. You know, that'd be kind of cool, but... You know, the Dodgers are a force to be reckoned with, though. So the Cubs got their work cut off for them this weekend. Exactly. Jeff? I'm going to go with the Battle of the Sox. White Sox, Red Sox. These are two teams that are struggling in the AL who really should not be struggling in the AL. No one was expecting them to struggle as bad as they are right now. This should be an absolute dogfight. No, we call that Little Boy Sox. <laughs> 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 say that to Sean and Malcolm all the time. Um, all right. My series of the week is going to be the Rays and the Mariners for a couple reasons. Seattle's – i they're 12 and 13, but I think they're better than that record personally. Um, I like their team. I like the matchup. Uh, Tampa's not as strong as last year to start in my opinion. but, um, but Thank they, God. Yeah, I know, right? And, and we're red hot, so I can't complain. But, um, but hey, Tampa's playing Seattle, and uh, I think – you know, that's going to be a match, a good matchup in Seattle, by the way, all the way out. Not here in uh, St. Pete. It's going to be in uh, it's going to be in Seattle. So advantage for the Mariners. And I love the Mariners in the series, by the way. But um, just to compete with Tampa. And, uh, you know, I love guys like Jesse Winker. He, I was always a big fan of him in Cincinnati. And I think he'll show out against the Rays analytics <laughs> um, strategies with the pitching. So, but yeah, Tampa's always going to be a good team. But yeah, it's going to be a good matchup, in my opinion, in uh, Seattle. That I think that is that in progress already, guys. Actually, I think it or is it? No, it is in progress. I'm sorry. Nope. It's just started nope. today, or it started Thursday. Yeah, it started Thursday, so it's in progress. So that should be a good series, regardless. All right, guys, is that it for you guys? Anybody? Anything else? That's all I got. Okay. Uh, real quick, because I know Jeff uh, mentioned it quickly. Fantasy baseball. Yes, updates. Jeff. Thank you. Yep. Unless if Anthony wants to do it. I could do it. So this week we have uh, – it is me versus uh, Tommy. Yeah, Bronx Bombers. This week. Yep. Yeah. And then it's the uh, good old matchup, Jeff versus Dom. Uh-huh. And Dom's losing. What's the uh, score between you and me, Anthony? Blowout? Uh, so I am up 181 to 143. Okay. And Jeff is up 209 to 175. And what was the final score of last week's matchups with me and Jeff and you and Dom? Just to recap that, uh, too. Last week it was. I I lost to Dom. Oh, Dom got a win. Uh, Dom got two wins now. He beat me by like 16. Hey, Anthony, it's it okay. Close. It's okay. Jeff's the only one to have beaten Dom. You know how it happened? How? Anthony had Max Scherzer on the mound. I had Kyle Schwarber. He 
Oh. Oh. Sunday night. I was going to lose. Dang, and yeah, Master was rolling in the beginning of that game. Oh. Five strikeouts to start the game. That's tough. That's uh, tough. I thought that's that rough, man. buddy. I'm gonna, whatever. I'm going to make you eat your words, Dom. <laughs> That's, that's I, I will say right now, in in, Do, in Dom's defense, I've had more pitchers start than him, and Dom's going to have more pitchers than me to end the series. True. So, I don't know, man. I'm putting up points, but I'm still down big. I mean, I'm, I'm putting I'm putting up points, too. You know, I had Marte, Bell, Lindor. Marte <laughs> had a ripping double to, 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 to get the lead today or yesterday. I think he was the one who had the double to make it eight seven Mets. Interesting. So, yeah, that was um, that's a hell of a game there, and uh, for the Mets, it's a great win. Um, bad on the Phillies bullpen. I'm not, I can't say I'm surprised. Either one of these teams could have pulled that, and I wouldn't have been surprised. Um, I'm, t- I'm I'm telling you, if the Mets and Yankees continue this this play, the Subway Series matchups that they're gonna have this this season ooh, are gonna be, be good. Ele- Electric, and I already um, I uh, I confirmed uh, I will be going to one of those games. I'll try my best uh, to make so it down. I'm going uh, August 23rd. It's gonna be me, Googs, and uh, my two my 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 best friend from my former coworker and her boyfriend. They're both Mets fans, so very cool. Me and Noah, the Yankee fans, her and her boyfriend, the Mets fans. So, and, uh, I'm, I'm genuinely looking forward to it. I got I got sweet deals on those tickets. Um, second deck, third row, um, first base side for 97 bucks each. Hey, that ain't bad. Just so you guys know, if Jeff wants to join yeah. or and Anthony wants to come down to, to where I am in St. Pete right now, the Yankees are in Tampa Bay to play the Rays. I know it's a terrible ballpark uh, here in here, but uh, but uh, April twenty or sorry, May twenty sixth um, is going to be the tam- rank Yankees at the Rays four game set. Um, so that's 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 uh, that's what that's a Monday. Uh, Thursday to Sunday. Oh yeah, might have to pass. Thursday Stranger to Sunday. Stranger Things comes out that Friday. We're having a watch party. Ooh. Okay. Okay. So then, just come down Sunday. Problem solved. Sunday afternoon. I have I have, uh, I have Reckett's grad party that day. Ooh, oh, tough. It's having tough, food tough. trucks galore. It's going to be a big blowout party. Well, we're in, well. Man. The Yankees are in Tampa here again on the twenty first of June and the twenty second on a Tuesday and a Wednesday. So that's perfect for Dom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> Literally perfect for Don, but yeah. Um, all right, so that's that. Um, do you guys have any closing thoughts before we uh, get out of here for the week? Uh, new winning streak starts today. Let's hope Texas at, at the yep. Yankees. It's a, it's a. As Anthony said, worst case scenario was the Rangers coming in New York. So, um, and we got it. So we won the series, and now we get to play Texas. That's the best part. So, all right, guys. I will see you. We will all see you next week from Tommy Franks, Jeff Wilkinson, Anthony Colasano, and Dom DeRosa. We will see you all on Tuesday night. We will see you then. Have a good one, everybody. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the Swing the Twig podcast. If you really love this show, please give us a five-star review and be sure to subscribe. If you have any questions, comments, thoughts, or concerns, email the podcast at swingthetwig at gmail.com. If you want to follow us on social media, go to our Instagram at swingthetwigpod, or you can go on Twitter at swingtwig.